Top tips for switching off. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Live Fully Die Happy podcast. In this episode today, I'm going to be talking all about how we can best switch off to calm the mind and really get a handle on the boundaries between not only the tech, but also the people in our lives, which of course is super, super important. So let's get going. Not being able to switch off your mind from busy thoughts is one of the biggest barriers people face when trying to sleep, relax or just even enjoy their free time. These days technology is a huge component to this problem where boundaries are blurred if not erased on a nearly daily basis. People feel tethered to their devices like never before and feel like the pressure is truly on to reply to people instantly, feeling like people are always watching your activity status to see when you're last online and all the rest. Much too often, people expect others to reply to them instantly actually, especially these days in a time where instant gratification is the norm. We are always in demand, or at least it can certainly feel like we are, even when we're not in work or attending to necessary tasks. We're feeling in demand all of the time. From this, we can see that there is a great need to set boundaries. But how do we do it? So in order to start finding our way with this, I have crafted my top tips to help you do just that. So here we go. Tip number one, go to your app settings to change how your online activity is displayed. If you feel under pressure that people can see you've read a message but you haven't replied yet, you can change the red visibility function as well as the last online activity display. This can help you feel under less pressure if you're the type of person that worries that someone knows like you've read their message three minutes ago but you haven't replied yet. This might sound a bit wacky but a lot of us actually feel like that. We feel under pressure so much that we feel like we we must, you know, jump to it. We must uh, reply straight away. So with this action, I invite you to take the pressure off adapt your settings and allow yourself to have a moment to digest what you've been sent and tackle it in your own time. Tip number two, switch off all notification alerts for your apps. I don't know about you, but oftentimes the alerts going off on my phone or laptop for all the various apps that I have, and I have a lot of them, and imagine you do too, they can just drive me crazy and they make me feel in constant demand. If you do feel the same, try turning off this function. You can always check the apps and messages when you are ready and in your own time, as and when it feels natural to do so. This is the beginning of setting a healthy boundary between not only yourself and those you communicate with, but also for finding a balance with the amount of time you are using technology. This is incredibly important and can be one of the first steps in setting really healthy boundaries between yourself, others and technology. This is certainly a triple whammy here where we get to tackle multiple uh, birds with one stone. Tip number three, set yourself a designated time or times when you will check these apps or these messages. 
choose a time when you know you might feel ready and where you're going to have the headspace to deal with that person or task. So don't panic. Switching off your alerts does not mean not attending to others or not attending to important messages that might come through. It is, however, the start of finding a healthy balance between being available to others without burning yourself out by allowing yourself to be in constant demand, allowing yourself to be constantly available. How we behave shows others what they can expect from us. So, for example, if you're always making yourself available to people and instantly replying to them at any hour or as soon as they've sent a message, you're allowing them to believe and to expect in the future that you will or that you should always be available to them at that moment. This exercise really calls for you to ask yourself how you value yourself and your time. In terms of responding to others, ask yourself what is necessary here and ask yourself what are you comfortable with and if it serves your time and energy well. For example, you might receive a text or an email that does need to be addressed right away because it's urgent. But if it's somebody that's asking for a favour or some other non-priority task, whether it's personal or professional, we've really got to um, look after our own energy state and our own time and not be so quick to give our energy and our time away. It's really trying to find this discernment with um, how we spend our time because it's within this exercise of maybe putting something off till a little bit later or uh, deciding to act on it right now that we can really begin to craft what healthy boundaries look like and it can be tricky at first but trust me with practice you will be able to better discern what needs addressing over time and what can maybe go on the back burner for a few minutes a few hours even a few days it's definitely worth it when you begin to see the time and the energy that you gain by putting these boundaries in place. And you might even see a shift in how people begin to treat you as well. Because as I've mentioned in previous episodes, putting boundaries in place is truly an act of self-respect. And when you start respecting yourself, oh boy, does it really begin to show and how others treat you. It may be tricky at first, but over time, these boundaries really do lead to a greater respect from others because as people begin to see that we're respecting ourselves um, and seeing that we're not gonna jump as soon as they click their fingers all the time, they will begin to notice a difference in you. And hey, they may not like it straight away because you know, if uh, if they're used to you, um, helping them straight away, getting back to them straight away, uh, they're used to that, right? But um, after a while, they'll get used to it and those people will either fall away or they will remain. Um, And obviously that's different for personal and professional relationships, but it's not always a bad thing if people fall away because if they're not willing to respect you, um, it's probably uh, pretty clear that maybe they shouldn't be part of your life. So... Anyway, let's move on to tip number four after that segue into (laughs) self-respect. So tip number four is to set automated responses. 
So if not getting back to people instantly really bugs you or worries you, makes you paranoid, first and foremost, I suggest that you spend some time thinking about or journaling why that is. Having boundaries like this is a healthy way of finding balance and as I've just mentioned, a way of practicing self-respect. So back to the automated responses, these are a great solution if you feel like you should be replying to people but you're either short on time or don't have the headspace to deal with it right now or for any other reason you may have. Whether it's an automated email to say that you're on annual leave or out of the office or an automated text or text template that you have ready to send, these really can offer some breathing space while also responding and acknowledging the person's communication. So it kind of ticks both boxes at once. And these automated texts can be used for both work and personal life. Don't just assume that, you know, automation is just for the office. If you really feel strongly about getting back to people straight away and, and can't quite accept or take on board the the putting it off for a little while, this does tick both boxes, like I said before, and um, is really a great way to tackle that in your personal life too. Think of it like a voicemail. An example of an automated response you could use in your personal life might be something like, hey, I'm away with the family or friends uh, for a fun weekend and quality time together. I'll catch up with you when I'm back. But do also consider that you don't even actually really have to offer an explanation. You could just simply use an obvious text template that people can tell is automated. That way people know that you're busy, they recognize it as an auto response. And so generally people probably won't try to push continuing the message conversation. Remember that both how much and how quickly you are available to somebody communicates and sets an expectation of you that you are allowing within that relationship. I'm gonna say that again. It sets an expectation that you are allowing. So if you're not quite happy with that kind of dynamic within any relationship that you, you've got, whether personal or professional, it's time to maybe take a couple of these tips on board. So we're nearly there, tip number five. Tip number five is go on a techno diet. So to begin with, try your best to restrict your use of technology first thing in the morning and one to two hours before bed. Challenge yourself to do other things before you start checking your phone and scrolling first thing, like having your morning cup of tech free and enjoying the time you have to think and wake up. It's also really important to consider here that if we start scrolling on our phone as soon as we wake up, we're not in control of what we see or the news that we get. So by actually kind of setting up this habit where you're not going to go to your technology first thing in the morning and you're going to allow yourself to have some tech-free time, we're actually gaining self-control. Um, not only self-control as in um, over the technology use, but control in general. We're taking control of our morning because we're not allowing any distractions to come our way. Because uh, we might have the best of intentions to do something for ourselves in the morning time. And as soon as we see a text or a notification, all of a sudden we're swallowed in to the screen and maybe even 20 minutes, half hour can pass. So do yourself a favor and try and just carve out that 
tech-free time in the morning. Start your day right and yeah, don't let your energy be zonked uh, first thing by maybe getting some bad news or being drowned in social media and, and news titles, new, news headlines that may that may have a negative impact on your emotional state and on your energy. And of course your mindset too. So at night time, try your best to reduce and eventually eliminate your use and consumption of technology before bed. So I've talked about this a lot in my uh, various uh, podcast episodes here. The blue light from screens can be really overstimulating. It's so, so important to physically switch off and step away from technology for at the very least 30 minutes before bed so that you can allow your brain to come down after the stimulation high. We also need that time to allow ourselves to digest and reflect upon our day. If we don't give ourselves that time before we go to bed to do that, sure, it's no wonder we can't sleep. And maybe we lie there awake with thoughts flying around our head. And this leads me nicely to my next and final tip. So tip number six, give yourself time to think, reflect and act. You must allow yourself time to digest and reflect on your day, regardless of technology use. As mentioned earlier, if we don't give ourselves that time before bed to do just that, our sleep, rest and stress levels can really, really suffer. Think of everything you do in the day. When and where the gaps are. Where can you actually take time to think and reflect about how things went? what you did, or what you need to do. Oftentimes, it can feel like there isn't much opportunity for that in the day at all. And if this is the case for you, making time for this before you go to bed can be extremely helpful, as all of the above pointers are all key things that we need to address and make time for so that we can get a restful night's sleep and set our next day up for success. In this time, Try to reflect on your day, considering what went well, not so good maybe, and if there's anything on your mind in terms of things you need to get done. If there are things you need to get done, make a list of those things so that you can offload the worry of trying to remember them onto paper. This way, the reminder will be waiting for you in the morning and your brain can make more room for relaxation, rest and better sleep. And ultimately, give it permission to switch off. So there you have it. These are my top tips for switching off. I really hope you have found these tips useful and can apply them to your own life. And as ever, if you're enjoying the episode so far, please do make sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling friendly, leave me a review. Until then, amp up your happiness with The Vibrant Professional.